Hey, what's up, guys and gals? This is Dave, just here to sort of set the tone for what you're going to be listening to this evening, which is kind of a new thing we're going to try out, which is called Movie Mechanics. Um, this is still raw viewage, but um, it kind of takes the what would have made this movie better segment and blows it out uh, for a movie that uh, is either in the theaters or was just recently in the theaters. Essentially something we couldn't uh, record and talk a bunch of shit while eating pizza and drinking beer during. So um, this movie, uh, it, we're trying desperately to catch up. We're a little bit behind. This movie was just in theaters, but it's probably on its way to on demand soon. Uh, tonight we're going to be discussing The Meg, and more importantly, what we would have done to make this movie much better. So, ladies and gentlemen, Raw Viewage presents Movie Mechanics. Hey everybody, welcome to the shop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is something a little different. Yeah, this time around we're gonna we're gonna try and fix up a, a movie, right? Know, something uh, something that's kind of a heap, but uh, definitely salvage salvageable. Yeah, I mean we spend a lot of our time destroying movies, so we thought that maybe with this new format that we would spend a little time trying to fix something. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's it's been my belief, and Dave, I think you're right there with me on this too, that they're really... It's it's a rarity to find a movie that's not salvageable. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's a rarity to find a movie that's a complete piece of shit where you would want to completely throw it out the window and start brand new. Right. So... And I think that we're also... We're constructive enough dudes. You, you hear us on Raw Viewage, and... <laughs> For the most part, we we sort of dislike the movies, for the most part. And it's not because we're complete assholes. It's just because we end up watching a lot of on-demand movies, and let's face it, not a lot of them are too good. But we decided, like, maybe we should kind of sit back and go, okay, if we're going to critique something, I'm, I'm going to... And we always do this with what would have made the movie better, mm-hmm. which is the last, I think, segment uh, on, on Rob Hewage before we go into uh, Inhaler Puffs. Um, we wanted to really expand on that because we are not critics for the sake of being critics. We really, really want good movies. Yeah. So now we're going to sit here and we're going to tell you about how we could have made some of the movies that you've seen better. Yeah, goddammit. Now, do we have PhDs in movieology? No. But Rich and I have seen enough fucking movies to have collected a huge knowledge base of what would make any movie better, I think, and we're going to sit here and tell you about it. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Uh, so this week, rolling in, rolling its wheels into the shop, we have The Meg. The Meg. Yeah. yeah. We went and saw this in oh. the theater. Uh, yeah, we did, and uh, <laughs> it was an $11 ticket to yeah. get in. Which was more than I paid for a better movie that I saw also, which was Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and the whole time it was funny too because I heard Mission Impossible going on next door and I was almost like, fuck, I want to go over and watch that movie. But um, we, um, yeah, so we went and we watched The Meg on uh, like a Monday night and look, you know, here's the thing. It's The Meg, which if you don't know what The Meg is, is... It's a megalodon. It's a megalodon. <laughs> it's a movie with Jason Statham fighting an enormous prehistoric shark. Right. You knew going into this that it wasn't going to be fucking Oscar nominated. But this is why we wanted to talk to you about it because 
there are a million ways this movie actually could have been like so shitty it was good. Well, here's the thing. You know, um, this is the type of movie that came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s. You know, this is that, I think that's kind of what they were trying to go for. Like that deep blue sea or like the, the relic or mimic, like those kind of like creature feature type things that didn't really take themselves too seriously. But I mean, it, I'm going to reference Deep Blue Sea probably a few times because it's obvious why. You know, sure. Deep Blue sharks, Sea was about it, giant it... sharks. This is about a giant shark. So, You know what? It's funny. Uh, I've never seen Deep Blue Sea. I know. I know that about you. And I'm like <laughs> kind of worried. I, I kind of hate that. <laughs> Like, are maybe you okay? Should, maybe we should sit down and watch that at some point. But yeah, no, I've yeah. never seen it. Um, but it definitely reminds me of that too because it was a it was a it was a big screen movie um, about sharks that was not Jaws. Yeah, had Thomas Jane, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, the uh, the Swedish or uh, Norwegian scientist from Thor was in it. No I, shit. I was, I was one of the Skarsgårds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Skarsgård tribe. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it was L. O. Cool J. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, the also Sir LL Cool J. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is what is the deepest, deeper, deeper, Deep, darker? Yeah, how, deepest my head bluest, is like a shark fin. Deepest bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> what the fuck? And he like turns into a shark. Yeah, got it. So gross. Yeah, but you know what? That oh, and uh, Michael Rappaport's in it. Anyway, we're not we're not here to talk about that movie. But what made that movie you know work was a fairly tight story. You know, it, it had the, the cheesy moments, but uh, it also kind of covered the bases, mm-hmm. you know, and y- you left, like, entertained. This one, uh, it was wide open in a, in a lot of areas. No. I would say that the Meg has a lot of fat on oh, it. yeah. You know, a lot of details, a lot of characters that really could have been trimmed away. Absolutely. So the funny thing about the Meg is, if you know what the Meg is, you look at it and you go, why are you guys talking about where this movie... You know, It's such a dumb premise to a movie. But that's the thing, right? This movie suffered from a major problem of not knowing whether or not it wanted to be a silly, fun movie, or if it wanted to be an actual, like, dramatic action movie that also had sharks in it. Like... Jaws. Right, yes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Jaws is... is it, Jaws is what it was almost like one part of it wanted to be, and then the other part was like it wanted to be Sharknado. Like, it wanted to just be like... Well, Jaws was like one part adventure, one part horror movie. Absolutely. You know, or like half and half. You know, Because right. like, movie... it would be like, you know, Jaws, like the shark would eat somebody and it'd be pretty gory but then it'd be like it's like them sailing across like looking for it and stuff and but at the same time like then you have like sharknado which is just like complete silliness and just ridiculous and the reason why i keep bringing that up and i want to come back to that is um i'll come back to that in a minute but and right in the middle you have something like deep blue sea which not to go back to it but it's another big shark movie that people think of when they think of shark movies deep blue sea I'd never seen it, but I can tell you that it was a movie that I know a lot of people are like, it was a fun movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I saw it. It was a fun movie. So it hit it the mark. It hit the mark. Like, it doesn't have to be an Oscar award-winning movie to be necessarily a fun movie. Right. And that's, that's kind of like the reason why I, I had brought it up. It's like the, the story was tight, and it had maybe like five characters that you exactly. followed. You know, so there was very little room. To, to kind of go off track, go mm-hmm. off road, and and miss the mark. 
And the funny thing is with this movie, there was some strong, in my opinion, there was some strong ideas. Mm -hmm. Which is if we're gonna we're gonna dive into the story real quick, not no not to make a dive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna dive into the story real quick, and we're gonna run it down pretty quickly. But oh, and by the way, spoilers right up front. I'm not gonna say it again. Yeah. So like, if you haven't seen the movie and you're worried about knowing what happens, right. even though it's kind of an obvious shark movie, we're spoiling from here right. on out. We're so. gonna we're gonna pop up in the hood. On yeah. this fucking film. We're going to throw parts everywhere. Yeah, shit's coming out. Shit's yeah. coming out. So if you're like, oh, I really want to know. I, I don't want any spoilers from the Meg, which, by the way, there aren't. Um, turn back now, go watch it, and then come back. Yeah. But at the same time, like, this movie isn't that special. Yeah, because shit. But we're going to tell you about how it could be. Right. Shit's definitely going to come out. Like yeah. A, like a porter potty that's been harpooned inside. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's coming. Shit is going to pour out. Yeah. It's just, it's it's just no going to empty out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So, I mean, the movie uh, the movie is about... Obviously, uh, the main character is Jason Statham. And he is a... Um, he is a rescue diver. He's like the most daring rescue diver ever. He's done a bunch of daring rescue dies, if you will. But uh, yeah, the he's movie, got like a... movie essentially opens with him having a failed one. And he leaves a couple people behind and they end up dying. But it's to save... Right. Uh, it's to save more people from this yeah. like submarine. He's got like a submarine that could link up to other submarines right. and he can cut a hole in it and save right. the, the people from the other submarine, basically. Exactly. And Which, I, is that an actual thing? Do they... Or is that like... Like a deep mean? sea submarine rescue? Like, is that possible? I don't know. Um, I don't but know. this movie also, I had, it had like a slight, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be in the future, like a little in the future. Because yeah. when they show, um, they have some they're tech. off the coast like Beijing? Uh, it's definitely off the coast of China, yeah. It's definitely off the coast of China, one of the bigger cities. And like the city they showed is like, I know that city skylines in China are pretty advanced looking, but this one was almost a little too advanced looking. Yeah, it was like Jetsons type stuff. Yeah. Like there were like globes and. Yeah, it was like a little much. Um, so it was like, okay, is this slightly the future? Maybe. Regardless, we've seen a million movies. I mean, look at Executive Decision. You know what I mean? Like they had a plane that could latch onto another plane. That technology does not exist. But yeah, it was a thing. So we were able to. And and by the way, that is not the um, that is not the greatest like leap we're gonna take. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Throughout uh, this whole uh, recap of of this plot, but um. Essentially, so Jason Statham, the movie opens with a, a failed rescue attempt where a pen, a, you you obviously understand that there was a megalodon, yeah, it was a megalodon attacking the submarine and he gets them out and at the last minute the, the submarine explodes, seemingly killing the megalodon. And this is well, problem number one. Yeah, my I was going to say One of my first diagnoses with this trunk open, with this hood open rather, um, looking in, the first thing I see is... We are not going to talk about that. <laughs> well, like here, here's the thing. Like I'm going to get into this problem when we get a little bit further into the movie because mm -hmm. this is a huge continuity type error. Yeah, where um, you know, fuck it. Let's let's talk about it now. The reason why these megalodons still exist is because there is a portion or like the entire uh, floor of the Marianas Trench, the deepest part of the ocean. Mm -hmm. Is actually a um, what the and I liked the thermocline. I yeah. think they called it because it was like a buildup of hydrogen or something like that. Which that does exist. There are like underwater rivers of just gases 
uh, out there, and and you could, I guess, you could dive and find them. But no, absolutely, it's almost like you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say that um, apparently the the floor of the Marianas Trench is a fake floor, so that you can go even deeper. And underneath there, because of all of the uh, thermal vents and everything like that, it's warm enough for creatures to survive. Right. And apparently, there's a couple of megalodons in there now. The first deep sea rescue does not take place anywhere. Or, no. They don't say where it takes place, to be fair. But they definitely do not say that it took place in the Marianas Trench. No. Absolutely not. And it's not even anywhere near there. And more importantly, it doesn't even seem that deep mm-hmm. uh, in comparison to right, the yeah. amount of problems that they have later when they're trying to go to that depth. Right. Now, the other thing is... Um, the, all right, so I like the idea of there being that cloud that essentially holds warmer water mm-hmm. in one of the coldest parts of the ocean below. Um, the warmer water is held below um, this this gas cloud. And I like that idea because it's, it, it's cool because, like you said, there are real instances of things like that where, you know, gas is settled in the bottom of a... You know, because basically what's happening is on the on the very bottom, there's volcanic um, activity yeah. that's just spewing this gas up. And of course, it settles probably, and I'm not a scientist, but like probably at that nice midpoint of where the, the cold is and where the warmth, you know what I mean? Like, there, yeah, I mean, there's you some can, fucking scientific You can whip up some science jargon. Yeah, yeah some I mean, science shit. Yeah. That's, a, that's another thing about this movie, too, is um, I'm a big fan of the... The man, I forget what they call it when it comes to fiction, but uh, like the pseudoscience jargon, just stuff like that. reality, yeah, or uh, or like you know, like the time machine, like that's the device, sure. and so yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of that, like so long as it's believable. One of my favorite, one of my favorite lines ever is in the movie, Thank You for Smoking. Oh, god, I knew you were gonna say and, that, and yeah. um, and it's Rob Lowe's character, and they're talking about how uh, he's, he's like, I want her to be. I want him to be blowing smoke rings around her naked yeah, body. He's like, as a cigarette they're floating, in an oxygen-rich yeah. environment? And he's like, well, we'll just say, thank God for the whatever device. Yeah, he like <laughs> flare, he's like, yeah, of course. It is. It's, it, it makes it's, one of those motions. Yeah. It's an amazing thing because if you just address it and mm-hmm. just say, well, we have the whatever device, right. it's perfect. It's yep. fine. You know what I mean? Like, it gives you gravity. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, so, so anyway... Um, yeah, like the first problem is the fact that this megalodon attacks, uh, seemingly a megalodon attacks this submarine, and Jason Statham is like, "I'm never going back because I know it was a megalodon." Yeah. But at the same time, he never sees. He the never monster. saw it because he was inside the submarine. Right. He, he just saw the uh, the wall start to cave in a little bit yeah. of the sub, and um, yeah, so <laughs> they escape. But he leaves like two crew members aboard to get exploded right. on there, because it was like one of those things where uh, if they stuck around, everybody dies. Right. If he cut bait and left, two people died. You know, and so it was a game time decision. You know, it was two minutes left in the quarter. Yeah, you know, he had to he had to start throwing to the side. So absolutely, but like this is important. The reason why we talk about this is because it's referred to multiple times throughout the movie. This is this is his. Uh, character weakness, which is that he is apparently known as the guy who leaves people behind. Which, well, and is it was a because of that pain in the ass doctor too. So, like uh, uh, among the people that he had saved aboard that submarine was this pain in the ass, like uh, you know, uh, I guess 
doctor. He, maritime doctor. Maritime doctor. <laughs> yeah, I guess like jack off of all trades apparently because yeah. he was he diagnosed uh, Jonas, which is Jason Statham's character, as having uh, psychosis due to um, like high chemicals in the blood because he, or, or what do they call it? Like pressure. Yeah. Because of, like, the pressure, built-up chemicals. Right, like, whatever. the built-up pressure fucked with his brain, which is so, like... Which is dumb. It's almost more ludicrous than the plot of this movie. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, dude, he saved your life. So, like, get and the that, fuck over it. And that guy held a grudge this whole time up over it, and he oh, happens yeah. to be on the um, the little sea station that they go to. But, right. yeah, so Statham leaves the game for, like, five years. Yeah. Right? So cut, cut to current... Uh, which is um, Rain Wilson's character shows up and he's this multimillionaire and he is on Mono One, which is yeah. a, um, it's it looks like an oil rig. It is a deep sea research station, which mm-hmm. is cool. Like it, it goes below the water and it's this wonderful, like, oh, you can see all this shit and it's filled with all these scientists who are knowledgeable on, of course, like all these different things. They're like, they sit in like a circle at the middle of the command center. They're like, I'm the one who builds the submarines. I'm the one who controls the robots. I'm yeah. the one who's the maritime, you know, expert. But more importantly, and this is where I feel like we need to bring this up. This is interesting. It doesn't really have any real tie to the plot, but this movie had, it must have gotten a lot of Chinese money. This is because a, this movie had a huge Chinese influence. I was going to bring that up. This was clearly one of those movies that was created specifically for the Chinese market because right now the Chinese market is among the biggest sure. uh, cinema has. Um, you can actually a good example of it is um, Independence Day Two. That movie was made for the Chinese market because they apparently gobble up American action movies. So that's the reason why you had all of a sudden, you know, like a a Chinese main character and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, um, I'm trying to think of another movie too, but probably the the reverse of it is Great Wall. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) The Great Wall. You know, like that was a Chinese produced movie, but I think this movie just had one of the product. So when we were sitting in the theater, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a lot of production companies in the front of this. Yeah. And actually, what I just read about it was interesting because this was based on a novel, which is like, really, this was a book? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, it had, um, it's been in production hell since the early 2000s. Um, and. You have to imagine that probably it took a, co- a, co- a collection of multiple production companies to finally fund it and get it off the ground. One of them was which which was probably Chinese, mm. and they were probably like, "Here's what needs to happen. Like it needs to take place in China or, or like near China, and there which needs to be a Chinese big deal." Characters. But it's it you it's know not what? a big deal at all. But like it's just it's so it's so like weirdly heavy-handed well, like i don't mind chinese obviously it I, felt I, like propaganda exactly is what it was exactly you know it was like because like so the guy who has uh, sort of been overseeing uh, the building of the research center is this chinese guy and he has his chinese daughter um who is like some obviously adorable Chinese woman who has a daughter but no husband? Yeah, and, and you're it, like, okay, love interest. This is this is where problem number two or three comes in for me. Yeah. Is that character at all? Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Because 
what what they do is they explain that her husband just left. Actually, her daughter has free range of that entire facility, by the way, who is like, this girl is like a six-year-old. Right. And she just does whatever she wants, walks in an under, around. In an underwater facility that I imagine's got buttons that are dangerous Dude, there, to push. Well, there's a scene where uh, Statham gets there finally and uh, gets into the submarine that he was going to save people from, people with. And she's just like in the front seat clacking away. And he's just yeah. like, oi, how are you? You know, like they're having yeah, a... I see you, the captain. Yeah, you yeah. Hey, mean? skipper. Yeah. But um, that's one of those things where I could be like, all right, you know, I'm not even going to think about it. Who cares? Right. Like um, there wasn't... Yeah. Well, what uh, what the little girl tells uh, Statham at one point during the movie is, um, you know, my grandfather owns this place. My mom works here. My dad ran away with some Pilates instructor. It's like supposed to be like a joke and stuff like that. But I'm like, you know what would have made this movie better is if that was the lie that the mom told the daughter, knowing that he was his, her father was actually aboard the sub- submarine at the very beginning of the movie. That's good, dude. You know? Yeah. You would have been able to twist it up because she was always like, so, uh, from from Jump Street, when Statham showed up, she was always like, you know, fuck this guy. Because the doctor from earlier, too, was aboard Mana 1, filling her head with all that bullshit. Like, this guy leaves people behind. He sucks. Mm. Bah, 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 bah. So she had this biased opinion toward him. It's like, you know, why are you listening to this asshole? If, if it was like something that actually affected you, you know what I mean? This is good. I want to come back. Yes. Yeah. I think there's a lot of you just you just hit at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. You just found that weird little vapor cloud where there's a bunch of goodies mm-hmm, underneath. Mm-hmm. I want to come back to that. Um, but you know, for now, like to step through the story real quick. Um, so, Mana One is this deep sea research station, and um, they send a crew down um, to. Uh, search the depths of to, to to basically break through this cloud at the bottom and see what's below and they do and they do it successfully um but here's the funniest thing it's filled with three people one of which is jason statham's character jonas his character's yeah. ex-wife his ex-wife this like, was that's where you went so like this was the catalyst to get him there, character though. connections now it's like a good one it, this is like a really sloppy one where well, it's yeah. just like Oh yeah, it's it's my ex-wife. Like well, like, and it doesn't even. There's not even like to just jump ahead. Like just generically, like there's not even any like tension there. No. Like they're like friendly. She's like hi. They're pleasant. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's fucking weird. Well, just to to rewind really quick, uh, Statham had been out of the game for like five years because of that that event that happened at the beginning of the movie. Um, and this was the catalyst to get him aboard. Exactly. Like, they go to, to recruit him, and he's like, no, no, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have a couple beers. You're going to tell me your problem. I'm not going to listen. By the way, and you're gonna he leave. says, we're going to have beers, like, five times inside of two minutes. And, and it was, like, actually, like, it felt like somebody was rubbing a cheese grater against my bare asshole. Especially it because it looks like he's never had a beer in his entire life. Yeah, he's saying beers, and it's just like, like, what the fuck? Dude. They they made it a point to be like this guy's been out of the game so long and he's become a drunk, and it's like 
But he's he still so shredded. He's shredded. <laughs> you know, he doesn't look like shit at all. No. Like he's like he doesn't have long hair or a long beard. He looks like Jason Statham. He, yeah, he looks like Jason Statham <laughs> yeah. in his like, fucking prime, yeah. which is better than any like, man you know. Like they pulled him fresh out of the transporter movie. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and, and like air dropped him into the mix. Right. He is so fucking hot and on point that you're just like, there's no way. There. That is... was actually. It's so funny you bring that up because I remember watching. It was like. He's not even got a gut. He, oh, he doesn't even have like shitty hair. Or I'm a beard. expecting Tom Arnold when, yeah. <laughs> when when they do right. something. But there's a line of dialogue in but the movie. But his traps are so high that they almost touch his ears, and I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, like, there's no level of push-ups or pull-ups that he oh does God, as a yeah. drunk to to maintain that. <laughs> And of course, like it looks like see, he could beat someone down with one of those like tiny little umbrellas that you stick in a drink. Oh my god! Dude, and more well, there's a line of dialogue though, uh, just not to cut you off, but there's a line of dialogue in the movie where the doctor is clearing him for dive. Yeah, and he's just like he's in perfect shape. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> It's no, like, it's he literally says he's in perfect shape. It almost would have been better, and like this is another wacky suggestion. But this this goes to where how the movie could have been because like once again, there's two ways this movie could have gone, which is completely silly, or completely like we're gonna try to be a little serious about this. And you have to settle on two because in the middle is no good. Um, it could have been almost like on the silly front, but it also maybe would have worked. And it's cliche as fuck, but it would have been like he was in Thailand. When they when they go to get him yeah. to 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 do this rescue mission, he could have been literally like Rambo three style, like like living in the doing woods. like yeah. cage fights and shit, like dumb. That would have been great, dumb. But like it would have made sense because he would have stayed in shape for that. Like that's how he made his living or, or some dumb shit. You could do this too, um, he... or better yet, how about this? Um, in Thailand, I know they, they do like, or in like Asian countries, they do a lot of like weird pearl dives and stuff mm. like that. He could have been a dude who, aside from the fact that he likes a little drink, he could have been one of those guys who needs to stay in shape for the fact that he has to hold his breath for mm. five minutes and swim down to the bottom of, uh, the, the waterbed and, and fish out pearls or some dumb shit. Right? I got like, you fixed that right would here. have made sense. I, I can patch up that hose real quick for you. Okay. Um, well, here's the thing. At one point in the movie, not to skip too far ahead, they obviously have to fight the Megalodon, right? Yep. Make it the last five years he's been shark hunting. Sure. And make it that he has been doing it for shithead reasons for shark fin soup. Which they so, mention. Which they mention, and they're like, oh, these are poachers. Because they, they come across a bunch of dead sharks in the water, and they're like, oh, poachers. They right, like cut an entire dead shark from All, a bowl of soup. Yeah, exactly. And you can tell that they crowbarred that in, you know, just oh, to yeah. do like a political well, there thing. there's a lot of that. And yeah. it's like, man, like make Statham the shithead that has to redeem himself. Sure. But no, they don't say really what he's doing, like, I, I guess fishing. There was no real like redemption. His only redemption comes from the fact that they crowbarred in that simple, like, he left two men down. to save, like, it wasn't even, like, good. Like, yeah, but it's not even Nakamura like he made died. a bad decision and <laughs> fucked himself over. Like, he, he sacrificed two men to save, like, 15 people. Yeah. Which is, I hate to say it, like, that sucks, but at the same time, like, that was a good move because we all would have died. It would have been different if, say, he saw that, like, the people were very close to getting out mm. of there. If it was just like, 
we're coming up the ladder. And then like he saw the the megalodon like or the dark shadow coming toward the thing, and he's like, nope. And then sealed up and mm. got out of there. Right. That would have been a little bit different because it would have been controversial. It would have been him knowingly leaving people in there, but they were like trapped. You didn't even see him. Right. But anyway, I, but I, I like. So anyway, so they go find him in Thailand, and they, they're like, your ex-wife is trapped at the bottom of the ocean in the Marianas Trench. Which, by the way, like, there's a lot of fun, fast travel in this movie. Like, I, I know that, like, they were off the coast of uh, China, and, like, Thailand's probably not very far, but they're, like, standing around in his, like, weird little shanty. Oh, dude, there was a line of dialogue uh, before they left to go get him. And it was, how long do they have with oxygen down there? They're like, hmm, maybe 18 hours. Right. So it, it's like, okay, well, to, to fly... For, I don't know how long it takes to fly from uh, Hong Kong or wherever they were. To, no, the logistics of it are absurd. Look, I know how long it takes me to go to the grocery store and back. And right. it takes too long, even though right. I live very close. All in to go to a place that's nearby, you yeah. know, like the whole event, or an actual complete grocery shop, and he's like roughly two hours. But right. They were able to fly out, find Jason Statham, not only find him, but like find his residence, wait for him there, yeah, and then try to get him to agree. And with a, also an, an additional amount of time for Jason Statham to come back, yeah, get checked out Manilow, by the doctor, get checked out by the doctor, <laughs> jump into submersible and go to the bottom of the Mariana Trench, which by the way only takes twenty minutes, probably. right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, whatever. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief in that because that's that's movies. That's that's the fun. You know, like the time difference is fine, but still, it's yeah. a little. It's silly. like a, like one of my more favorite recent movies, like The Conjuring. Uh, they get home to Monroe, Connecticut, and we're like, oh, we got to get back to Rhode Island. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like they get to the center of Rhode Island within like 15 minutes. It's like, <laughs> you know, that's, it's like that's like what three hours away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Um, anyway. No, but so um, so what happens is obviously they're stranded at the bottom. Jason Statham comes back. He's checked up by the doctor. They obviously fucking hate each other. Um, Jason Statham does some like, of course, it's really funny because like the guy that like enlists his help is like his buddy, and he's just like, oh no, you're gonna hack this or whatever, because he's Australian, and uh, and uh, like Jason Statham like shuts off all the fail safes and just like basically makes his submersible plunge faster because at the same time the chinese daughter of the man who is putting together this whole operation couldn't wait for jason statham to show up she decided to make a dive in a in in one of the submersibles and this was one of the weirder things about the movie these submersibles are like spaceships yeah they call them like gliders or something like that so they and she she starts plumbing towards the bottom to get him and he's like i'm gonna bait it to the bottom yeah and like he 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 starts chasing after her they were basically like now there's like more people than there should be involved with this rescue there's like too many elements and more importantly one of the things that consistently pissed me off was the fact that we're talking about an enormous shark Mm-hmm. Like an enormous shark, but somehow this fucking shark consistently throughout this movie, and this is like the first time it really happens, sneaks up on people. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a shark that if I if I took this shark out of the water and I put it on your front line, it would traverse the 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 farthest point of one side of your lawn. It would go across your neighbor's lawn. 
It's like, like so goddamn big. It's like a semi rig, like yeah. sneaking up it, on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a like, like a tractor like, trailer exactly. sneaking up on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just perfect. <laughs> yeah. just, if a semi rig snuck <laughs> up on you, and it can like it, it's just fucking ludicrous that this fucking thing sneaks up on them all the fucking time. Like they're in a submersible craft that is literally a globe of glass. Um, where yeah. you can see in every direction, and they're always looking the wrong direction. And this fucking shark just blasting. Yeah, basically uh, these submersibles like, are like the, the the hamster balls from uh, yeah. Jurassic World. And by the way, underwater. the other the other funny thing that's fucked up about this is the the first submersible that goes down below the surface, the one that holds the ex wife and uh, <laughs> some like from Swedish man and uh, Masi Oka from yeah. Heroes. Yeah, yeah. Hero Hero from Nakamura Heroes. is in there. Yeah. Um, is like probably big enough to be eaten by a, a shark of this size, yeah. and all it does is really just run into it the whole time. It's a little fucking ridiculous, but anyway, regardless of all that, they go down. Um, she's all like the Chinese girl is all like fucking. We're gonna I'm gonna try to figure it out. Blah blah blah. I forget what happens at this point. You know, um, Statham, I know Jason Statham shows up. He rescues two of them. Um, oh, that's right. He has the thing where... that connects. He has the uh, the the thing that connects yeah. to the top of it. Hero, yeah. hero from Heroes. He's like, there's a scene where he's like writing stuff on a notepad, and uh, the Swedish guy's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm writing a note to my wife." You know, um, because we're all going to die here, basically. And it's like, okay, well, who's going to come up and recover this wreck to give you... Right. But, no, you know, yeah. I, I can I can kind of like... It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It's something therapeutic that you're doing to, to, to this cope. This was but. one of the only things in the movie that I thought was like a somewhat okay character yeah. moment. Um, what he does is he like he folds up the paper, stuffs it in the Swedish guy's pocket as they're all going up the ladder... Because he knows that the megalodon's coming, yeah. and he he himself seals up. He does the, the hatch. Steven Seagal moment from Executive Decision. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna make it. You will. And he shuts the hatch, and the fucking megalodon blasts the thing yeah. just as they break everything away. Explodes he, as he, everything he essentially does, yeah. sacrifices himself so that they can right. all live. But obviously, Jason Statham, having left two men on the submarine five years prior, or something like that. Um, is getting shit like when he gets back up he's kind of getting heat from some people about like leaving Masioka's character and it's just like uh, he did it man like that was the thing that like actually kind of pissed me it's not even like he made the decision he was trying to get them all out and everybody saw that yeah but uh you know Masioka made that that made that decision but what, what's interesting about that too is like the Swedish guy and a couple of other guys on the on the Mana One station kind of throwing their lot with Jason. They're like, we love this guy. Yeah, you know. So you have now a good setup for like up to this point, there was nothing really that bad. Like, yeah, we we'll pick apart some of these little things, but up yeah. to this point, like your engines running pretty well. Yeah, and you know is, what I mean. This like, is like what, no twenty leaks. minutes, the half yeah. hour mark, maybe. Yeah, like. You know, it's shaking a little. It, there's a, there's some misfiring happening, yeah. but it it's vibrates not really, on the highway. Yeah, exactly. Like sort of yeah, you get it up over eighty, it's gonna start shaking. You know, maybe your brakes are a little squeaky, but she's still running. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But this is a point where the rest of the movie just literally shits all over itself, and yeah. it just becomes nothing. Which is the fact that uh, beyond that, really, what happens is a, is a trailer moment where the little girl's walking around on the thing, and uh, the megalodon comes up, 
like it, just this little tiny girl inside of a glass tube. Yeah. And sees her, and then it, it clamps onto the side of the station, and they all come down, and they see the the jaw marks, and they're like, "Oh fuck, the megalodon followed us." And they say that it was like, "Oh, because uh, the submersibles when they left, the um, the cloud of vapor that holds the warm water, it cr- in, in when they left it." Them leaving created this super highway of like hot water that yeah. the megalodon could Swim follow through. them yeah. on. So it did, and now it's hunting them inside of this this space station that's underwater. Oh, and just before that, the obligatory uh, Jason Statham with his shirt off shot <laughs> when he comes oh out of the god. shower. Oh my god! It's unbelievable. Yeah, he comes out of the shower with, like, a towel around his waist. And then, like, that is, of course, when the Chinese lady, like, walks in. And she's like, you know, I've got some shit to tell you. And then then she kind of, like, stutters because he's looking at... Oh, yeah. She's looking at, like, a shredded Jason Statham. Yeah. The obligatory, like, woman who's like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that moment in Captain America when he comes out of the thing. Yeah. Like, like, what's her? Peggy Olsen. Peggy Olsen? Yeah, yeah. Like, touches him. And it's it's one of those moments where you're like, really? Oh, and then then they do the uh, the cliche thing of, like, her going outside the room. And then, like, there's, like, a porthole on the door. And she, like, kind of peeks back in. Oh, yeah. Because she's kind of a perv. It was too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway. But, I mean, like, so... The rest of the movie after this is it becomes sort of fucking ridiculous because like at one point they're like we're gonna go out on a boat and we're gonna go try to get the well, mag. Uh, uh, fucking uh, the billionaire. What the what's his name? Rain Wilson. Yeah, that guy. He is trying to keep a tight lid on it. Uh, not so much because of um, of lawsuits or anything like that, but because. He wants to have the rights to like the megalodon and all that stuff, and he well, wants to have the rights to like know, uh, to be like the first one to discover uh, that the Marianas Trench is even deeper. Well, and this was the first. So here's another thing you have, right? Like you have a good part in the engine that that really, I don't know, like I don't know cars that well, so we keep making this analogy, but you have you have a good part. You know what I mean? Like, that was good. That was a good start. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that was a good start because you have an opportunity. This is something I really, really wanted to talk to you about, which is you have a real good setup for what I believe is one of the most important things in any movie about a monster is you need to have a human villain. Yes. There needs to be a human villain. And this was the start of a very good human villain, but the problem is it went almost nowhere. Well, he was too comedic, and exactly. he wasn't nefarious at all. Well, so the thing is, though, actually, to challenge that, if you don't mind, um, I actually liked that, but I think what could have been done with later would have actually turned the tables and made it interesting. Because he was. He was silly. The first thing he does, he's like, somebody puts his hand, put their hands out to shake hands and he goes, are you serious? And you think it's because maybe he's like too clean and he doesn't shake hands with simpletons. Yeah. And then he hugs the guy and he's like, we, we hug here. So yeah, he's like, get that thing out of here. Yeah. We maybe, don't shake Maybe he's hands, a huge yeah. goofball and he actually is a fun loving guy. And I think it would have been cool if they maintained that yep. until about the three quarter mark. Uh, and then that would have changed. And we'll get there in the story and, and, and that's something I want to talk about. But, he had the opportunity. He sort of was the human villain. Yeah, you know, like he but, was supposed. But it wasn't to be. done can, well. It you wasn't can tell well. that that was the 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 tack on the the mm. 
court board or whatever, like Absolutely. human villain, and like they put up his his picture, like, you know? Yeah, and then whatever. Okay, but they don't really get into. But the next third of the movie is filled with these this long sequence that was just oh bothersome. Kept it was the worst. Off of boats. The fucking boat sequence oh. in this movie is so like bad. It's just the worst. It's boring. It's unexciting. They basically try to go track the Meg down, which is funny because like tracking a, even an enormous shark in the ocean impossible. Impossible. Uh, I was I was gonna say this too, um, and this is probably the best place to to say it. Um, sharks and whales travel like hundreds of miles a day. No, yeah, right. So like their territory, uh, territories are thousands of miles, if not like entire oceans worth yeah. of territory. A shark of this size that could like take out a blue whale, no problem. Probably would have swam away and would have been in the like Atlantic, oh <laughs> you know, God. by the time Absolutely. they even thought to to get off their asses and go look for it. So the 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 fact that they were even able to track it down, and there were several points during the movie where they're like, "Oh, there it is," and it's just like swimming around in circles yeah. for some on reason on the surface, on the surface, on the fucking surface. Like which they, is like why they didn't use any technology to right. find it. You know, it was just like, there he is. It's oh, he went under. Oh, and, he's back. You know? And this but, is the part of the movie we can really fast track through for a lot because there's these very unexciting sequences where they're like, Jason Stage's in the water. He's going to shoot it with a tracker. And that then he's was gonna the thing, too. He's got to swim back. That, was, dumb that was the beginning of this stupid problem was when they were like, yeah, we're going to poison it. So, you know, you have to swim up close to it. So he actually has to dive off of the boat and swim towards it. Right. To like you stab it or something, you or know, they're, shoot they're it with a fucking spoon feeding fucking chum into the water so it'll come. And it's like, just fucking fill that shit with poison. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah. have to be in the water. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. And this is important because I have ideas for how this movie could have been better, obviously, because this was so fucking dumb and it was so uninteresting and whatever. And like, it really culminates into a moment where. They finally kill the Megalodon with the poison. The poison clicks in at the most. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's like about the to eat Jason in. Statham, and then yeah. it's like, Ugh. And then it's just like, oh, I'm dead now. It's yeah. like, are you serious? Like, poison, I would imagine, takes a little bit of time. Like, it should have been slower. Or so. It's fucking yeah. dumb. And then they got it up on the on the ship. Yeah, and it's like, like that scene from Jaws where they hung yeah. the tiger, the tiger yeah. shark up. And they're, like, super excited about it. And then... Somebody falls off the boat for like the fifth fucking time, and it's just like stop falling off the yeah. fucking boat. And this is like, the Swedish guy, and he's like, "Oh, take a picture with me!" Ah ha ha ha! And you're like, "Dude, if another megalodon doesn't show up, another different shark will." Right. Because it's like sunset, and you're in the middle of the goddamn right. Pacific Ocean, you asshole. And then what you just <laughs> said happens. Another megalodon shows a up. A bigger one. Turns out there's two. Yeah, and a two bigger more. one shows up and eats him in one gulp, grabs the other shark off the back of the boat, and tips the whole fucking boat over. Tips the whole thing over. It kills, like, three people in one shot, doesn't it? Uh, or, you know, it kills that one guy, and then, like, the doctor swimming, he's like, he sacrifices oh, himself right, yeah. nonsensically. And uh, that happens. And, like, yeah, a couple people die. And then they just try to do all these character moments that have no gravity. 
Like he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna splash around. Hey, fucker. And you know what I mean? Like comes and gets him. Ruby, whatever her fucking Ruby name Rose. is. Um, yeah. She she swims back. She was cool. I liked her. By the she way, she was cool, but she had no point. That was like she a, had no. That, she had that no, was a fatty I character. Just, I that think she's. I I think Ruby Rose is cooler in most of the movies that she's in that are not this movie. <laughs> oh, I agree. Yeah, well, because uh, she's John always Mick in too. like triple X. Yeah, John Wick <laughs> two or triple X. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Two were like like good. She had a good presence in this movie. In this one, she was like just the edgy, like sort of hot, but quite, definitely lesbian. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, and uh, like right off the bat, when Jason Statham meets her, she's he's just like, "Oh right, looks like finally I met someone who knows what they're doing." Yeah, you know, and it's like yeah, you can tell it's, it's like, "Oh, the badasses can see eye to eye," like that sort of. But thing. like, I don't know, man. Like at this point, it's like they try to crowbar on these like hard character moments. The one African American character has this whole tirade on the boat. He's like, "My friend." man my friends are dead and blah 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 and he goes on this whole thing and it's just like and they were trying really to matter because it's like you know like none of these characters matter they had no there were too many of them one they were all forced too, and they were all super forced so you don't give a shit even the african-american character like they were trying to make him the token black guy and it just wasn't landing at all no, like where he's just no. like oh man black people don't swim no. blah, blah blah you know like in trying to do that sort of thing but you could tell that he was phoning it in he was just bored no, absolutely time. and then like also the 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 chinese woman's daughter uh is always like present um, but never has anything that really connects. But she um, was always around up until was. like the midpoint of the movie, and then like you never yeah. see her again. Like so, they missed an opportunity to use her like as bait almost. Like oh maybe she falls overboard, and then you're like fuck. There are no, real stakes that, involved. That, that is a that you is know? a moment that you could do. So at this point, this is where they try to do that moment where everything goes off the rails. Yeah, and this is that the the megalodon is now loose. Um, and um, this big one, more importantly, is, is now loose. Uh, they get away from the boat on a couple of trawlers in a very anticlimactic escape scene. Um, and they get back to Mana 1. Well, the billionaire had to phone in, like, air support or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he had, he called uh, I, maybe his security team or whatever. They have a helicopter. They start shooting at it just to get it to, to, to scare it away. Yeah, well, and this, that's is, how important. this is important because this goes back to my human villain thing. He does this thing on Mount of One when they get back and he's just like, oh, yeah, this and that. Like, I, you know, I came here because I wanted to research with you, but now I'm mourning with you. And you're like, oh, all right, he's like a good dude. Yeah. He jumps on a helicopter and leaves, which well, I was and, just like. And he also says, he's like, you know, I, I phoned in uh, the the various countries. I, I phoned in uh, the embassy to, like, China, um, Thailand, and, like, all the surrounding countries in Australia mm-hmm. and told them to get their armies out to right. go shoot the thing down. So, he so gets, everyone's like, all right, cool. So yeah. this thing's going to be dealt with. Then he jumps on a helicopter and he's like, rescue is coming. You know, like, you'll all be out of here on a, on a boat yeah. in, like, the next, like, 24 hours. But what he does is, with his, like, weird little black op army of fucking... <laughs> of guys in suits. Corporate mercenaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's literally a guy in a business suit who couldn't look less like a black ops no, soldier oh, oh god yeah like he he was like an accountant this guy they nonsensically go and find like not even they don't inexplicably 
they decide to drop depth charges into the water. Like, oh my it's God. the fucking ocean. Like, there yeah, is no direction. There is no nothing. But they, they drop these depth charges. But there was nothing fancy in. about it. It was like a bundle of dynamite. Bundle of dynamite like a timer, <laughs> like a timer on it. funny because as soon like as it hits Bugs the water, Bunny. it explodes. It was just <laughs> yeah. like, why did you even do that? It was it's like a Looney Tunes dumb. cartoon. Yeah. It was like, are you serious? That's your big idea? And they <laughs> kill this huge beast and they're all like, yeah, fuck yeah. And then they get to look at it and they're like, oh, it's a whale. And then the Megalodon shows up and kills them all. Yeah. And it's just dumb. And you're like, that's... Oh, and more importantly, Rain Wilson's... This is important. His whole thing was, he was just like, that's a lot of... He's like, we gotta kill it because this is a lot of... um, This is a lot of uh, lawsuits waiting to happen. Which I want to flag because I feel it's important with my to-come human villain moment. Yep. I got Um, my own ideas for that. So... that happens, and then the rest of the movie really is this moment where the Megalodon's just, like, loose on this Chinese beach, and they're all, like, they're flying around in their wacky little underwater spaceships, and there's, like, chase sequences, and it's just super unexciting, yeah. and it just sucks, and it's just boring, and how do they end up killing it? Uh, they, um, they started playing uh, whale songs. So like yeah, they whales draw it out. To, to draw it out. So there's a scene at the very beginning of the movie where... Um, they go, uh, the Rain Wilson goes down to the, the first time to, uh, Mana One, goes in through, like, one of the little tubes that sees out into the ocean, and there are just whales hanging out, like, yeah. looking into the tubes, and he's just like, oh, yeah. man, I, I feel like you, you lured them here for me. And she's like, actually, we did, you know, like, with these whale songs that we record and send out there, so that kind of makes a play back, but they never say, like, oh, this this thing uh playing whale songs not only attracts whales but tons of sharks mm. they don't say that <laughs> you know but somehow it, it attracts the megalodon so they they end up luring it away from the beach where there are thousands of people hanging right. out with their doing their jaws thing you know right um and then what do they do to kill it i forget oh jeez. um i think it was oh Jason Statham gets into one of those globy glider things, those yeah. underwater submersibles. Yeah. And one of his, uh, one of the fins on the submersible, uh, he like glides Breaks across off. a rock or something like yeah. that, so it becomes like a knife. So he oh, goes right up fuck. next to it and cuts it, and then gets close enough. He gets out of the submersible, or no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I can't remember if he got out of it or not but he was able to like stab it in the eye or something like that with with the poison with the poison dart thing yeah and really like drive it into his eye socket and that's what killed the shark and then a billion hammerheads and great whites and tiger sharks basically every species of shark out there that's All of a sudden, even, converges yeah. on the area and starts eating the megalodon, yeah. and like that's it. The yeah, end. and there was even like a, a a scene where a great white shark fly, uh, swims out of the megalodon's mouth just to show you how big the meg was. Yeah, you know, uh, and how they devoured it. It, it, it was, yeah. it was just and did, anticlimactic. Do they do, they do a scene where he kisses the Chinese broad? No, but it's insinuated like the little girl at the end is just like, we're going to go here. Do you want to come with us? Oh, right. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's just, 
it's just and the ex-wife is just like i think you should go with them yeah yeah exactly <laughs> good for the you buddy is so <laughs> yeah. Into it. yeah and like not even a little jealous or anything it's fucking yeah. super dumb but all right well so, so then yeah, how do we so fix we this diagnosed bitch? all these problems like we we took a look at this this fucking the way this fucker is running and it's just no good you got a lot of problems the things you need to replace are uncanny and i think we can start with where you started to go which was with the submarine at the beginning of the movie yes that should have been anything to play off what you were starting to if i may um that should have been a underwater research vessel that had scientists like basically wieners with calculators and fucking (laughs) and books and shit on it and like yes to your point the guy that or the guy's that she left, that he left on there should have one of them should have been the husband of the Chinese woman. All right, you want me to you want me to fix this continuity area Fucking for you? Run with it. I can fix it real quick with two words: global warming. You can fix it with global warming. Somehow, global warming is dissolving the uh, the whatever layer, hydrothene or hycaline or whatever they call it layer, mm-hmm. from the very bottom of the of the Marianas Trench, it's and that's megalodons. and that's the reason why the megalodon comes out because yeah. that was a big continuity error. The water's too warm; they can go up now. Right, exactly. the The whole point was that uh, after they they rescued um, the people from the bottom of the Marianas Trench. The megalodons were able to swim, um, swim out of there through their wake. Essentially, you know, it made no sense at the beginning of the film that they were attacked by anything because they weren't down there at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. No, absolutely. And, and if they were, they didn't say it at no. all. No, that's where the movie should have opened at the first attempt to go down to the bottom. And more importantly, if they even if it was on the side of the Marianas Trench, that's where it would have happened yeah. because they maybe. Or you, you know, can get rid of that scene altogether and be and just imply it and be like, oh shit! So our our crew is trapped down there. We got to get the best diver we know. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, all right, let's go to Thailand. He's like, listen, man, your ex wife is down there. We mm-hmm. need you. He's like, I go to the game a long time ago. But this is where you know? this is where I want to I want to throw out. This is where like I feel like this is where the deviation begins. You could like I'm gonna throw out two options. You have two options here. One is where you go silly, and the other one is where you go a little more like trying to be a like a good movie or have like a decent plot. The silly point could have really been make Jason Statham's character like absolutely ludicrous, like, like cage yeah. fighting in Thailand, doing all this dumb shit, like like how the changeover happened with Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious, yeah. how he went from being like a, a shithead like in uh, in South Central to like. All of a sudden, he's driving through buildings 40, 40 like stories high and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, just really yeah, like all of a sudden he's a black ops. And more here. importantly, the other thing about this movie, you want to fix this movie, you whoa, you needed a dialogue writer because the dialogue <sighs> is painful. Jesus, I'm so movie. glad you brought that up because it's Jesus pain. Christ, there were scenes in this movie where Rich and I both sitting next to it in the theater literally like recoiled. In disgust. Oh my god! I, it was just so bad. I almost had an embarrassment attack. Oh, dude! It was like the director was just <laughs> yeah. like letting the camera run and letting Jason Statham just say whatever he wanted. And like, I'm not saying that Jason Statham is not awesome or funny or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but he's but also like, not Judd Apatow either. Yeah, and like he's not <laughs> yeah, a fucking Jim comedic guy. And like, it's just it's painful to watch. Yeah. Um, the other reason, the other way you fix this movie is by introducing. Um, I think. This could have fixed the whole movie. This is a big redux 
on maybe the most the rest of the plot of the movie, or not even the plot of the movie. More importantly, the hap- the ongoings of the movie, which is after the submersible rescue, uh, when they get everybody back up and they mm-hmm. maybe they lose somebody. You really that's where you should have stopped everything that you had written pr- prior and been like, let's rethink this. Now let's think about it like this. Rain Wilson's character having knowing that he's now released this huge man-eating shark or like just killing machine should at that point have been like oh fuck like we have a major lawsuit on our hands maybe a couple other people die or something like that and this is where the movie could have gotten cool I think what should have happened is Rain Wilson's character earlier in the movie maybe at about the two-thirds mark or about the halfway point should have done a thing where he was like, the whole same thing. Uh, you know, I thought I was going to come down here to really celebrate with you, but now I'm mourning with you. Um, I have got to go on my chopper to get the fuck out of here. And like, which nobody was like, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no, I remember even watching the movie being like, that's a bit of a weird move. Like, you're going to fly the fuck out of here, but everybody else is going to stay. This is where you find out he sabotaged the fucking... The Man whole one. complex. I thought that too. Because like, what, what he's going to do is he's going to fucking either let the Megadon consume everyone or the whole complex is going to fucking get destroyed and he will hide it as like a as like accident. a disaster. I thought that same thing. When he was on the on the helicopter, he's like, did you bring him? And mm-hmm. he's just like, here you go. And it's like the stick, these like crazy sticks of dynamite. Right. And I'm like, shit, man. Like maybe he rigged that whole place to blow. Right. And now he didn't, but that would have been awesome absolutely the whole and then the that whole would have back... given you stakes with like the little girl with the ex-wife I, I, all the characters the little really. girl who knows every nook and cranny of the facility oh! she would be yeah, like the newt like the newt yeah, yeah. she'd be like the newt from <laughs> aliens like yeah, she yeah. guided them through. and more importantly we could have seen people die one by one not necessarily from just getting eaten by an enormous shark which is very unexciting by the way because it just gets swallowed whole uh-huh. like you could have seen people get nuked by any sort well, of environmental issues in the bottom of this thing yeah and I the, said there could have been a dramatic fucking escape through the fucking um the the uh, elevator shaft and shit. And by the way, at the end of the movie, when they don't kill the Meg, and it continues to consume, they, and then it starts traveling away, and then they get out on those like little boats, and they start like going back to the shore. It follows them. And, and now it's fucking wreaking havoc on the shore. They could have fought it right there at the edge of the shore. Rain Wilson could have been there, because he wouldn't have gone too far. And he could have showed up, and then they could have iced him in some capacity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, that's where the dramatic shit happens. That would have been a cooler movie. But instead, we wasted, like, 35 minutes with this, like, lame boat sequence in the middle of the ocean. It well, was just super uh, non... Not exciting I'm glad. You, I'm glad you kind of brought that... Because, I, I, you know, here I go. I'm going to make a reference to, to Deep Blue Sea. That happens. That happens where um, something... I forget if it was, like, the, the, the sharks attack the complex or something like that because what the deal with deep blue sea was they were in a very similar research facility but they had cages all around uh or fences or whatever all around the uh, the facility because they had the sharks in there they were studying them absolutely making them bigger and making their brains bigger to harvest like some chemical to help fight alzheimer's or something like that oh was that what it was it was, it was that sort of thing so once they were smart enough they started attacking and that's when parts of the 
um, the facility started flooding. So then they had to figure out their way around it, get their way around like hypothermia, stuff like that. They, exactly. There was even a sequence where they were in like a shaft and they were like, okay, we got to open up a door to, uh, to flood the shaft up so we could float up. <laughs> you know, get right. through this door and then seal it and like stuff like that. What so. makes a what makes a good movie like this good um, is the fact that you have more more things to combat than the monster. Yes, you know what I mean. Like you have other things there. There, like I said, the human villain is a huge element of that. Um, the environmental issues is yep. a huge element of that. That's what made you know Alien or, or other movies where there was environments where we're not necessarily supposed to be exciting because it was like, and more importantly, you can use those environments against your foe. I mean, like in Alien, she sucks the fucking alien out of the fucking um, out of the airlock or something. Yep. You could have done something even so. The the shark thing, as lame as it was, that could have been used better. Because, like, I was saying to you, I think that this could have been, even if you had changed the whole plot, where it was, and, and like, I know I'm being a little ridiculous, but, like, you know, like, I'm throwing out some ideas here. I'm throwing out some quotes. You know what I mean? I think it would have been cool if this actually, there was no actual real uh, um, research facility. If it was just a fucking oil rig that had wrecked some havoc and had, and like, fucked up. And then released a bunch of oil into the water. And it was an environmental group there to save all the local, like, wildlife. And they had found some cool way of doing it that was very scientific and very fun. But more importantly, you had all these marine biologists there. And they were studying the animals. And they were, like, befriending the animals. Or just generally feeling compassion towards the animals. And then whatever the oil rig continues to do, the reason why it hit some fucking gas vein or whatever is because there was also... They broke some shit open that was also release something yeah. like the Meg and then you know you have this terror kind of like killing and, but then there's good fodder like yeah. you have all these fucking workers in, in jumpsuits that yeah. can just get killed and more importantly and then in the end those animals come back and sort of like they know that like if it's like we'll make it bleed because it'll draw in all the other sharks kind of thing that that's like something you could have done I will say this though uh, given the movie like a little bit of props I didn't see the Marianas Trench false bottom thing coming. Uh, right when I saw that this movie was going to be a thing, I thought, like, oh, there's probably, like, an earthquake or something, and then this sure. fish swims out of the crack. Right. You, yeah, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, oh, you know what? I have a, uh, I have a solution to your uh, human villain. Um, make this guy a thrill seeker. Sure. You know, like, so uh, there's a scene at the very beginning when he goes down the first time to Marina 1 where... Um, they're in the, like this shitty looking elevator, like this crappy looking, like it's probably, you know, it's like all rusted out. Like it looks like it could be going to like a loft in Brooklyn, <laughs> like type elevator. And uh, he's just like, man, I spend like $3 billion or whatever the hell it is on this uh, uh, facility. I expected a grander entrance, you know? And like, yeah, the, the, the Chinese guy who runs the place is just like, I agree, you know? And like the, elevator doors open up and like you see the actual facility where it's like underground or underwater hamster tubes basically yeah uh and it very much is impressive but i would have added a slipped in a couple lines of dialogue there just like you know uh i expected something a little more impressive i mean i've scaled k2 mm -hmm. you know i've uh i've i've gone up into the uh, the mesosphere and done air dives from there you know mm -hmm. it, 
I've hunted lions. You know, I expect something better than this, you know, or something like that. And still kind of make it goofy. You don't have to make it stern, you know, or like, you know, you know, I've hang glided with whatever, (laughs) you know, or or something just to make him like feel a little more like Jason Statham on that deep dive. Well, what, what I'm saying, though, is that would give him cause to want to hunt the shark later. Yeah. Because then it could be like, all right, I want to kill this thing because I want the I want Megalodon jaws that I killed up on my wall. Absolutely. You know? Right. That's that's a great idea. Yeah. Like, that's definitely something you could... Because like, they did do a, a thing uh, when they were going to hunt it, um, you know, during the two-thirds mark of the movie, where uh, they find the whale that they thought was the shark, and he's just like, go get one of his teeth. I want it for my desk. Like, right. That sort of thing. It's yeah. like, all right, you, you obviously want this guy to die, but he wasn't sniveling enough. Right. Like, they tried to crowbar that, like, kind of sniveling. It's either just... sniveling or it's somebody that you believe is good until the point where they're not. And, right. like, you know, like, when you go with that sort of um, thrill-chasing thing, there could have been really cool moments where you put him in the submersible with Jason Statham when they're diving towards the bottom, and he's, like, hanging with it. And you're like, I like this guy. Yeah. And then he turns table like that. And yeah, it's just and then like, he starts doing crushing. something like reckless but where he's just like, I can do it. You know, that's you're a like, character that even yeah. though it's a villain, you didn't necessarily see coming, but more importantly, you give a shit about it. And like, that was the movie, that was the other thing is this movie, this movie tried so hard to have these character moments that didn't matter. And like, and, and I only bring that up because like, there were too many characters and they tried to actually force in character moments that were not good. In order to really build character moments, you need to do you need to build in uh, into all of the action sequences. You need to build in character team ups and moments where there yeah. are things like that. And instead, they spent their time spinning the tires on wasted dialogue or, that was bad, and it was just like it was just hot air. Here's an idea air. too, uh, because like I said at the very beginning of this, uh, there was a lot of fat. In this movie, there was a lot of fat that could have been trimmed out. A lot of blubber. A lot of blubber, a lot of characters that didn't need to be there, a lot of dialogue, Mm. a lot of everything that didn't need to be there. How you tie in the characters that really didn't need to be there, like the 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 Ruby Rose character, the 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 token black guy character, all those guys, you make um is it Rain Wilson, the millionaire? You make him pull rank on those people and be like you're with me or you're fired. Right. You know, and then have him be like, oh, sorry. I mean, this is, you know, paying for my house, you know, right. or and like, it, and then maybe at the quintessential moment when you think they're technically a villain, they, yes, they maybe do something. Exactly. To, to because fuck Rain Wilson over and to save everybody. Else. Well, like Ruby Rose, uh, to begin with was the designer of everything. She was basically like the computer person. Right. So when you're fighting a shark, there's really no need for a computer guy mm-hmm. or a computer girl in this uh, this sense. So you know what? If you had made Rain Wilson be like, you guys are all with me, you know, there there would have been use for her down the line. Like, all right, well, I'm gonna hack the comms and start typing to Jason Statham directions and stuff oh, yeah. like that, or or even like I don't know, hack something, whatever. You could have used her way better. There was a lot of open air time with this movie where it was just filled with dumb dialogue, and it was like you could have actually been feeling filling this with like good, good, 
plot building. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily have... We have ideas, but we don't have all the ideas. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. I can tell you where the problems are, and I can tell you that you can fill them with something better. Um, I have some grandiose ideas, and I think you do as well. But, like, you really got to look at the gaps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the gaps were there, and you could have filled them with something else. The other gap was, if you wanted to just go the silly thing... This movie should have filled, been filled if you want to just go silly and you want to really... Because I think this movie also was greenlit recently based on Sharknado success. Oh, yeah. Um, I think this movie, you could have gone that route, like everything we've just explained, or it could have gone a far sillier route and it should have been an R-rated movie that was filled with literally blood and tits. Well, that's uh, like, that's just, like what Piranha just like, 3D came exactly. out, right? Piranha yeah. 3D did that, and it was not a good didn't movie. They, didn't they have like porn stars in that? I, did, I, I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, but like yeah. that's what this movie should have done. Yeah. It, it should have done the. It should have done these like unbelievable thing where it was just like tits everywhere. Like like those fucking sequence. It should have taken place off like the Gulf of Mexico, like Cabo. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like spring break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nonsense should have been should have been the real backdrop to it, and it should have taken place. Uh, you know, like you don't even have to put that that good those good actors in there, which is just Jason Statham, it, who's not even that great of an actor. No, <laughs> who probably not. still would have done the movie. Um, but like there were scenes where like the the thing with the, the megalodon was like dragging rafts around, and there was like a girl in between two rafts. That should have been a head smash. Yeah, I, oh, I, yeah. I remember seeing that, and I was just like, that should have been a head smash. Yeah, like if you want to be silly, go silly so fucking far. Like go so gross and weird that you're you're on that level, or go dramatic enough to be on. Potentially, a, I hate to say this, like not even a Jaws level, but like at least a deep blue sea level. We're like we're trying to be a little serious, but we're fun still. Yeah, but you know Jaws, I mean? Jaws rolled that line nicely, where like it but would Jaws be. But Jaws, in my opinion, is like it's a horror movie. It's one of the only horror movies that's a drama. Well, yeah. Well, it makes the sense. There's scenes when that, he though. tells the fucking story of the fucking the ship. You know what I mean? Like that's that's horrible yeah but it, what I was gonna say though with the gore is that like it was like a kid half the time that got yeah. eaten it was like it was like a 10 year old and not only was it a 10 year old but he would get like sucked under and then you would just see Geyser blasts of, of gallons yeah. of blood yeah it was done like, very well oof. and that movie I don't think is not, it's not rated R oh it's like it's like PG right it's so a PG. like well and that was back before that. they you started you can do that and you can really you can really get people but you have to do it smart and like Empty, empty characters getting eaten whole is just not. It doesn't get. Well, me. and there's there's another problem right there is the fact that it's a megalodon, right? You know, it's too so big. this too thing big. is gonna swallow people. And to be honest with you, if a megalodon was still around, it would not be hunting people mm. anyway. No, it would be going after blue whales, hundred percent, and humpback whale. It would be going after whales basically. That that would be its primary mm. food source. And now you know what we we bring in another problem where. These sharks were down in the Marianas Trench for the last million, billion years or whatever. Prehistoric stuff, you know? So they were around with the dinosaurs and they got into this trench area. At this point, they would have would have had to have evolved to a point where they would have to be in complete darkness all the time. Oh, yeah. So what's it Their doing out in environment, the surface? Yeah, and you could have played on that. Right, could have played on that much like the the T Rex only sees motion. Yep. So then here you go. Maybe it starts like attacking nuclear submarines sure. and stuff like that. And you know, if give it this, a Godzilla angle, yeah, yeah. And it's like you know what? If this shark attacks like an American 
submarine, mm-hmm. it's going to start World War Three because tensions are high somewhere. It's you know, good. Korea, it's good. whatever. At, yeah. at, a, at a world element. Well, yeah. I think what we can say ultimately about this um, is that um, you should have downsized a lot of things. It was, it, this movie tried so hard to do a lot of different things and just failed at them because it was uh, it was a, it was a mile wide and an inch deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was um, the problem with this movie was it should have condensed its characters both both in their concentration to who they are more importantly they should have cut there's multiple characters you could have just cut out of this movie oh the ex-wife like the doctor yeah, the ex-wife the ex-wife was just meaningless the, the, you know like they, they crowbarred in all these people because maybe for fodder but like you could have just put other characters into the movie that were just people who died you know what yeah. I mean like and more importantly make your environment smaller oh the ocean God. the ocean is the biggest earth covering thing on the planet and we're trying to find a monster condense it down put them into a research facility where they can be trapped and give us that trapped paranoia that 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 mania and give us an and the shark also to condense that down the shark should have been a little smaller maybe more of them i don't know like i'm just saying your your animal is too big it, I, um, it's hard to be scared of an enormous creature, I have an which idea. I found I, I think is ridiculous to say aloud. But like in a horror movie instance, it can't hide anywhere, and that's what I think what pissed me off so much about it. Like blindsiding them all the time. It's yeah, an enormous yeah. monster. Um, talk about condensing. Combine the doctor with the ex-wife. Sure. Make the ex-wife the doctor. He saves her at the beginning, and she's like, you know what? You, you let our friends die. She's the one who keeps them the letting the friends die, and that's the reason why they're divorced. Done. Perfect. And then Perfect. and then she gets into the Chinese lady's Perfect. head about it. Like, yeah. listen, this guy yeah. will fuck you over, you know? Absolutely. Perfect. 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 Condense characters. Yeah, we'll condense everything. Because really, yeah, you want like maybe a total of five good characters in a movie like this yeah. where that, that you can get behind. Absolutely. Uh, maybe like... Two or three of which could be fodder toward the or end, or die, and just actually make you give a fuck about right. them dying because because you, because you spent time with them. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yep, absolutely perfect. Yeah. I think we. That's it. That's that's what you need to go back to. That's that's what your mechanics need to put into this. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, I with mean, that, I mean, that's the Meg. That's 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 the movie. That is how it could have been better. And I, I challenge you, um, not aggressively, I just challenge you to, if you are hearing this, to come back to us and, and let yeah. us know if, if you disagree or if you completely agree or if you have even better ideas on how something like this could have been better. Because together, if we all sit here and we talk about what could have made movies better, maybe we can actually all together yeah. start making better movies. Yeah, and, and by the way, too, this is not... this is. This is just modifying the current movie. Anybody can sit there and throw everything out the window Definitely. and start fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, this could have been a cloning experiment for crying no, out loud. We're no. not doing that. We're we're, we're, we're working with we're the movie. We're here to work on what you got yep. because we know that it's too hard to start over. Yep, absolutely. So, and honestly, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that good either, though. No, it 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 was. Sometimes things make me mad, and I say they're bad because they could have been good. And yes, this, is, this this the only thing we're gonna really talk about is there's some shit out there that's so bad that I don't even want to talk about. It. This was a movie that like with a 
once again, two directions. Either yeah. make it completely silly and bloody and full of tits or make it like try to be a little good, well yeah. thought out. And you could have had something good on either side. Yeah, just uh, it, it left you feeling like a little bit like fake, like almost like uh, like GoBots versus Transformers. Yeah. Where you're like, mm, this mm. is just not, uh, yeah, this is not what I want. But thanks. But anyway. Thanks, Aunt Donna. <laughs> yeah. Or, thanks, Aunt Debbie. <laughs> you know? So, uh, despite the fact that this is a little bit of a different format, we are still Raw Viewage. You can still find us at Raw Viewage on Instagram or uh, Raw Viewage on like any social media platform. At, uh, raw Viewage on gmail.com. We are still drinking the famous near We were, right I was now. just about to say that. We are still <laughs> drinking on yeah. merit here. We're not loaded. We're not eating pizza like we normally do, no. but. Um, we're definitely full of uh, booze, and we Just still booze love to talk and about salads. <laughs> so we're not gonna leave yet. We're not gonna inhaler prep this movie either. But uh, get ready for more of these, because I think we yeah. like talking about movies so goddamn much and fixing them up that uh, we're gonna have more of these. And send us some suggestions. Um, you know, like nothing too crazy. Like I'm not gonna sit there and waste my time. I, I don't. I don't want to sit here and watch like Troll Two. No. <laughs> you know. That you know is... shit that we already know. Like the the only like the the diamonds in the rough right you know like don't that's, bring that's what don't I want. bring a complete shit heap into our garage because right. we're not going to fix it because it needs to just go to the dump yep. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah it but, needs to be recycled but completely. also you know what uh i want to i want to see you put on the overalls and and point out some parts in the engine that could be fixed yeah and i want to see what you think about it save some money save some time save a movie save your life yeah and on that note We'll see you guys on the next episode of whatever it is we decide to do. Yeah, we'll see you on the next build. Yeah. Right? All right. Well.